On a Tom Clancy podcast. We are up to episode number 110. The world has shut down to the best ever marketing campaign I have ever seen by Massive and Ubisoft. Getting a cont- uh, getting a virus to go through the world just like the Vision uh, had back in day one with the green flu. We are, we are still mm. live though. Uh, world has not fallen apart. Agents have not been activated around the world as yet. Uh, maybe sometime soon. I am Wilco, and joining us tonight is the beautiful and amazing DB. How are you going? How you guys? How you going? Good, mate. Good. Um, what's been happening, mate? We haven't had you on here for a while. Um, they've been pretty busy. Um, freaking work as normal, uh, turn of the year. Um, also just quietly have gone and done the stupid thing and joined the RFS. So, um, being in wow. a... Oh, you're a hero. In a sort of, we're outside senior in a bush area with only one or two roads in. Um, last bush, bushfire season got bushfire season got uh, quite hectic. So um, instead of uh, not providing a solution to the problem, decided to yeah, get in here and fix it. Join up. So I've just been busy with work and yeah, training. You've become a real real division agent, yep. haven't you? <laughs> um, so just been busy with that. There haven't been really much online. Um, on Twitch, um, visual folks, including your feeds, um, guys, and um, Discord, and um, just mainly in general, just been yeah, really busy with the work. Um, yeah. So we're we expecting a uh, cleaners cosplay coming up soon from you. No. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Thought I'd this. Um, it starts bo- starts borrowing flamethrowers from the local yeah. depot, and they're like, "What are you using it for? This is for cosplay <laughs> purposes." Um, RFS is pretty yeah. strict with how you use uniforms, so um, yeah, no, I don't want to. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and there is a cosplay project in the pipeline, which was supposed to be activated last weekend, but um, it is a bit of a, a secret project um, that involves a black ops nature. Um, but I had to delay that last week due to the weather. So, um, um, hopefully, fair. There's been some weather, I tell you what. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully, I can. I've got to do this project. I can reschedule sometime soon, and hopefully, you guys will be able to see the um, uh, the end work of that. It does involve something that you guys have talked a lot about in previous podcasts to do with the Tom Clancy universe. So, um, uh, <laughs> uh, is it involve a certain tin hat that mate that will come after no, donate? No, 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 no. Oh. something much more high tech than that. Now I oh, talked yeah. to you about this, I'm sure in the past and about getting hints for this and how to do it myself, but I never lost the yeah. weight, so I didn't do it. So I'm very excited to see what you come up with. And, um, yeah, I can't wait. Mm. So, so glad so glad to hear someone's actually doing it again which is good um no one's going to know what we're talking about so let's just move on um <laughs> I, I first off though congratulations on joining the rfs that's that is awesome um more people need to do that because obviously australia wouldn't be going too well if we didn't have all these volunteers at the moment uh but we yeah, talked about right. it a few episodes ago so we won't harp it on that uh toilet crepe crisis is still going um, the world is pretty much shut down. I've got all these people that were supposed to be going overseas this weekend from work and they're not going overseas anymore. 
Um, so Oops. yeah, but we are getting cash from the government. So spend it up. I might be able to get a new office thanks to ScoMo himself. We'll see how that goes. And how good's cricket, right? Yeah, is there cricket? I haven't. I oh, know. I'm just. It seems to be the, the fallback when you know the shit hits the fan. You just. Hey, look, major sporting event. Yay, How good was it? That's it. We won the World Cup, the women. That was very good. It was biggest, mm, yeah, that was biggest awesome. ever live event for a female sport in the world ever, which is really good. And second and second largest amount of people at a women's sporting mm. event ever. Second only to the um, final, I think, of the Women's World yeah. Cup in the States yeah. back, way back when. Ridiculous. Really, really well done. Mm. Uh, so we're here to talk about the Division 2. Uh, and other Tom Clancy games, but I guess mainly what we've been playing mm. section of the podcast will be uh, Division 2, because I don't think you've played any Ghost Recon, Cal, that you're allowed to talk about. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, not yet. I have I have been back in uh, back in New York in the division a little okay. bit, though, and uh, did a little, little tidbit of trivia. Did you know that old New York was once New Amsterdam? Mm. Why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that way. That's a... Uh, be a bit of a tip of the hat to the um uh the guys over at uh bombshell jackets they'll they'll know what i'm talking oh, about yeah. there was a tweet today I, i'm very it, very so, keen anyway. to hear about um <laughs> the more bombshell jacket stuff anyway there you go i got your keener mm. joke in there straight away um db what have you been thinking about the warlords of new york expansion so far are you playing on xbox i assume yeah yeah absolutely loving it um of course uh this pc which i've been doing this stream with you guys is my PC, which is like six years old, so it ain't, ain't going to run Division 2. Um, so I am gradually saving up for a new rig. But anyway, um, yeah, enjoying it on Xbox a lot. Um, just took out Keena the other night. Um, I don't want to say any spoilers on this. Um, no, we won't spoil yeah. anything. I'll talk about, um, without spoilers, my experience of taking down Keena the other night as yeah. well. But um, yeah, no, no 100%, no spoilers. Um, so it's just a summary mm. without touching any spoilers the level design's been awesome the story um working out the new builds um has been um yeah real revitalizer um for the game i think so yeah definitely um so cal we know i know you're about halfway through the manhunt to get keener how's that been going for you so far i am yeah good um i've been running solo um and look i i echo the the map design is brilliant it's just um, I've done the prison and the um, the Brooklyn Bridge missions, and and I actually really enjoyed traversing through the um, the the Brooklyn Bridge and the and the, the wrecked um, tanker. I think that was a from from probably top one or two maps for Division Two. I reckon that's in my top top one or two. Just it's it's just such a very well designed vertical map. It's got so much. It's got a lot of verticality. Even the final boss part of it is, is really quite cool and that it's immediately not seeing the other two yet um i am going to be a bit of a debbie downer though and this is in and we have talked about this a bit on discord but this whole format just it, it just feels like it feels like go it it just feels like ghost recon breakpoint yeah it, it's it's one big bad guy with a couple and you've got to get to the it's a very smaller version to, of it to but take yeah, him so, down yeah, true yeah, and and it just feels a bit sort of of a bit of a rehash. Which, look, it's the only the only differential and benefit that this has over what Ghost Recon did is that it's far more challenging to take down the bosses in this than it ever it's was a lot in, in shorter um, Breakpoint Two. Which is my issue with mm. Breakpoint and Wildlands, in fact, and Far Cry even is the process 
seemed just so exaggerated yeah. because it was they were full length games. Uh, so agreed, but also too that the the the, the um, story is through picking up the the radio tags, the the radio transmissions. You're following a story as you go, even though you're kind of doing it, I guess, sort of passively. It's yeah. um, far better fleshed out that way. Like you, you're getting a motivation to why that particular person has teamed up mm. with Keener, either through deception or through necessity or some kind of necessity or or whatever. So um, I am liking that part of it. It was just, um, it's just feeling like yeah breakpoint all over again so i'm really hoping that with this change of direction moving forward with ubisoft where they've kind of said we're gonna you know they've done some shuffling around at the at the higher levels to try and provide some differentiality we do get some real different stuff in the next sort of generation of of games because um i I kind of feel it it needs it i i get the collaboration but i'm a bit i'm a bit done so anyway i won't spoil anything um, for you but yeah. don't expect anything to change in season mode at all oh no i know because i've seen the the, the format <laughs> of season mode and i'm like oh look at that this copy there's four lieutenants and a bad boss copy paste so, yeah paste change exactly. names change the names to protect name generator yeah. um no yeah. look and they're, they're spreading out the seed. We'll get into more seasons later, but I do mm. like the way they're doing seasons so far. I'm about level seven in the seasons. Um, I haven't really taken on Neptune herself as yet um, because I'm just sort of trying to build up my gear. As DB said, the the actual building of uh, build now is a lot better and a lot more fun because it's... You can mm. see, you can physically see what you're chasing. Um, so I was going to talk about this before. I, It's not just the fact that um, Gear 2.0 looks amazing and it's, it's, you know, fresh start, get everything done again. It's that combined with all the other changes they've made, including specifically the targeted loot system. I didn't have a build when I finished Kena. I wanted to get a build. It was just all mashed together. I hadn't what looked at brand sets at all. And I went on to a thing and checked out what brands I wanted. Went to DC, went found out where those brands were dropping and just played that content. And within half an hour, I had the basis of a build ready to go and um, had all the brands I wanted and off I went. So I've still got to chase talents down, also pieces with better talents on that. Pieces with better um, attributes, obviously. But mm. at least it was a start. One, one question, and this is this is for I guess you you've gotten to level forty, I assume. Or yeah, close. forty. Yeah, have you found during the the, the the warlords of New York section that the level um, of your gear probably was less of an issue than what the actual stats were? Yeah, I was because running level 31 and 33 gear even right up until mm-hmm. the end um yeah it was okay. very much a matter of i would have something it, something else would drop and i would go well i'm loot straight up i'd be looking at it like bory looks at, at stuff and just goes off the top of his head mm. oh if i do this this and this i'm actually going to be worse off even though it's higher level because i'm losing weapon damage and i'm losing armor and i'm getting mm-hmm. status effect and some other stupid thing that i don't really want um, all yeah. but it's a high level and I'm getting a little bit more armor on the high level so I'm better off holding on yeah, to okay. this and I had this 
9.0 weapon damage one. There was a level 31 mask. And I took it all the way through to the end because I just didn't get another mask with a better roll on it. Yeah, cool. Because I, I feel yeah. the same. I, I just wasn't sure if that was my only experience. DB, I'm not sure what yours is, mate. But um, like I'm rolling a mix of level 30 stuff that I carried in from DC 31. I only I'm only level 34 just... now. And I'm and I'm rolling I'm rolling a real mixed bag of levels. I only just changed my purple stats and secondary weapon to a gold before the podcast. Mm. Like it, the the the, yeah. the gun I had with the purple and it was perfect for what I wanted. Um, and it I only got like an extra couple k damage out of it for for um what it was. So even when I went to a mm. high end version of it, so or not even a high end version of it, but a high end gun. So. I don't know. DB, how did yeah. you go? DB, you found the same thing, mate. Um, my experience has been slightly different. When I got to the third Rogue Agent, I think, was it Panel? Um, I started changing from that level 30, 31 stuff to about 35, 36. Yeah. I didn't have every gear piece was at that level, but um, I yeah. found to comfortably get to the next Rogue Agent and then to entirely take over Keener and all those missions in between I had to um use slightly higher gear um which put up the stats um especially with the firearms and armor uh, which was um I was specking not as not so much into the skill tiers um yeah so my, my experience was slightly different I also did a few of the side missions and a couple of control points just to um give it some variety in the gear and the weapons um yep. Yeah, fair but, um, yes, each each to their own. Like, yeah. Yeah, so it it was definitely more about the stats though themselves. I didn't really yeah. watch the brands, but it was definitely the stats that were the the key. Yeah. Now, I I wasn't yeah. even looking at at the level of the gear at all. Like, I wasn't looking at it, going, "Oh, that's thirty seven, that's thirty one, that's thirty three. I was just looking at purely the stats, and that's how I got through it. So, it was good. So. The other night, I guess, I jumped on and we I was up to Kina. Um, everything ready to go, jumped on. Did something I haven't done in a long time, Cal. I, I, mm. you know, we usually play the division, even in story mode, we just run through it together. And I just miss the story mode because we just it's either I'm over leveled and I'm running someone else through it, or I'm under leveled and someone else is running me through it. So it's just all quick, it's just hit, 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 hit. Mm. Playing the actual game solo and the obviously the the penult the actual end level of the content was really good. Like to play it solo and just sit back and enjoy underst- <coughs> pardon me understanding the mechanics rather than just watching us obliterate the person. Following the story, especially that final mission, as it progresses through and as you see things and as you understand what's going on right to the end. Um, was really good and it gave me that better sense of satisfaction when I finally got to the end part where the spoiler stuff happens it all built up really really well so really enjoyed that and I'd recommend if anyone is out there just play a few of the things where you're just going through and enjoying the game and and the level design and the story that they're putting into it which we've sort of talked about before and I I found that as a bit of a letdown at the end of Div 1 because I think I was as I seem to always be probably about a week behind everybody else. And you, I think we all just went, oh, come on Friday night and power, we'll power level yeah. you through the Russian consulate and power you level through UN. And I'm like, 
Uh, what? Hang on, I missed things and like content got missed and it wasn't until I'd played those missions two or three times that I actually got that story pill, mm. you know, out of it. And I mean, mind you, the end of Div 1 was disjointed by the whole um, removal of that mission <laughs> that turned vanished. into an incursion. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... Oh, we left um, a cutscene in there. Sorry about that. <laughs> God damn it. But anyway, but... Yeah, like, and I was the same with Breakpoint. I deliberately, except for probably taking down um, Cole, where I had Wingnut give me a hand just, just to literally act as, as cannon fodder while I, um, with, because of just the, the amount of enemies you get. I, I do enjoy doing yeah. it solo because you do get that ability to, to, to run it at your own pace and, and, and do get to pick up the, the, the content and the, and the story, which can be missed if people are like yep okay right, we've done this I, I, I want new i want new gear let's go back to dc and you're like oh, hang on a second i yeah. actually do want to watch this cut so out so, of yeah I, I i get that out of the stuff like i did kajinka and i also did keena solo and definitely both of them are the ones that stand out for me because uh panel uh connelly and drug of i barely remember pieces of it um i remember a tank in maybe drug of that's about it but yeah that's just it like we said, the the level design is really top notch in this. The only thing I find is maybe the missions are a bit too long, especially for replayability down the track. Like it's a uh, it seems to be a large commitment, but I guess they'll be will be speed running them before long. Um, yeah, you 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 mentioned that with was it Drago in the in the Kajink is um, a really long one. Is it? Oh, yeah. Kajink is is it significant? Okay. That's in. Yeah, I think I think um, the is it is it Conley who's the dra- who's the drone guy. Could be. Don't ask me questions. Uh, I don't know. Connolly's the, yeah. the chick. Okay, uh, no, must be Parnell yeah. then. Um, yeah, those ones, both of those were pretty well paced. Yep. I, I found that to be pretty good, um, and the transitions between yeah, Connolly's on the tanker. So yeah, that those were pretty well paced, and they were like the 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 waypoints between the two the locations were pretty good. Um, Conley more so than Parnell. Parnell was probably a little bit disjointed, but not by a lot. And that bit at the end where you had to go past without too much spoilers, you, you take on Parnell and there's like a mission after that. I'm like, oh, okay. It's not quite ended. <laughs> was a bit bit odd, um, but not not sort of let down odd. It was just, oh, okay. I've got someone else to do now. And then, yeah, exactly. No, so, the... I'm yeah. really impressed, and it's the little stuff, as in the the UI stuff, and like I said, the targeted loot, which is old old news, but all the and the season mode, that's all what's making me enjoy this game. The directives are really good that I'm finding now. We're in how much level uh, end game stuff have you done, DB? Uh very little actually. Okay. <laughs> um, after uh, the Ankina. I think just started crafting stuff, but then didn't play any okay. more. Um... So the fact, like, so world tiers are gone. Gear score's gone now. They're, they're the two big admissions now. Um, world tier is now your world difficulty, and it's just you know it's easy to understand. Normal, hard, challenging, all that kind of stuff. Um, but you can now add the directives onto mm. the world. So um, the currently the ones of adding on. Uh, uh, Fog of War is easy to, to get by with. Um, it's the one that I found that was the hardest was um, the sh- the shock ammo or all different types of um, effects to the bullets um, onto people in the world. 
makes missions hard. <laughs> so I ran into a mission um, uh, back at uh, the amusement park, one of the ones from episode three, and um, Con- uh, Coney Island. Mm. And I had that directive on. I had all six directives on, all, all five of them, six of them, whatever there is. But so it included the um, explosive ammo and all that kind of stuff. So I got two big heavies with with the big machine guns, both of them with shock ammo on. So if I put my head up or head out at either time when either one of those shooting, I just got completely wiped out because I couldn't move because I kept on getting shocked and then the other one would shock me, then the other one would shock me and I'd be dead. Um, and then I had no regen of armor on too, so I had to actually use uh, med kits prop, uh, armor kits properly. Um, not just you know go into hiding and wait for the the thing to to reload or uh, re regenerate, which is um, yeah, it's a lot more difficult. It makes you think about the missions a lot more. Uh, then there's ammo, conserve your ammo, so it's less ammo in the actual. Plus, it's if you reload, you lose the ammo that's in the clip, which is pretty cool. So all this stuff makes you work around the world a lot differently to what you normally would. And like this, like the fact that you can just put that on the world. So you're doing control points now with all these directives on, and you're getting bonus XP. I think I was getting 125% bonus XP, um, which works really, really importantly for the seasons. And there's also an XP bonus on at the moment anyway, isn't there? Yeah, there is something along those lines. There's all kinds of cool stuff going on at the moment. And we're about to run into even more stuff because we'll talk about it down the track, but we've got uh, the league, weekly league starting, and we've also got the... um, global event just around the corner as well so uh and they will actually overlap so it's gonna be crazy double xp now double xp that's what i thought i just didn't want to quote misquote myself when i didn't have a basis for it by the way just quickly um butters has had a terrible week in his sleep um mcdad is looking after his sick wife at the moment not coronavirus that we know might i add uh but he is in chat might i add the reason the reason for butters terrible week He's been staying up until obscene <laughs> hours of the morning, star trucking. Yes. So he he's brought this upon himself. It is not coronavirus related. It's on him. So he is sleeping at the moment, but it is his own fault. I was on the understanding so... he was actually uh, online shopping for toilet paper all week and just couldn't find any. And that's why he's been up all night trying to get the bargains. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Yeah, I, and that's you know what, and, and to be fair, that's probably one 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 really critical thing we can be with Massive is that they have completely missed the point of how humans would behave in a time <laughs> of crisis with a virus. You know, bugger medic, bugger having antivirals, bugger having any form of medication or painkillers. Survival literally should have been collecting yep. toilet paper. Oh, the, well, the currency should be toilet paper sheets. That well, the next global be... next global <laughs> events called um toilet sheet gate isn't it shoot shoot toilet rolls at the enemy oh toilet rape or roll gun would be awesome let's have this happen this is so good massive all these free ideas for you yeah that's it uses a decoy you basically fire it at a a mob of people and they just go chasing after it and you can literally sneak off into a distance maybe that's what the new specialization is it's a a decoy you shoot the the toilet toilet paper rolls over there and everyone goes over there then you just still fly it's gonna be great that's it. <laughs> uh, so that uh, see, we got to look at it. So that's what we've been really up to. Uh, I, I don't really want to talk about how long it took me to not finish the Coney Island mission today because I put it on hard with all the directives on, and my build's not ready for that yet. Um, 
yeah, it was fun. So just quickly though, on the last level, it's just, you're in a round arena. And every time I found myself a nice little good place to hide and kill some enemies, I'd be right in front of the respawn point uh, or door and all these enemies would come out from behind me and just wail on me. And especially with, with um, like shock ammo on, it was just... Yeah, it was fun. But um, yeah, it's good going back to DC and seeing the, the slight changes, with especially like the enemies floating around. That's the main thing. Um, it's good to see the named weapons... I'm enjoying how the named weapons work now, um, especially when you're looking for things with um, just going to give you a little bit of an edge in your build. The fact that these named weapons sometimes, uh, like some of them drop with unique attributes, ones that you can't get anywhere else, and they are maxed. So you can then do a build around, like there's a, a, a percentage health to shield on one of them. So that gun, if you're a shield user, is going to be the what you get and put on because that's the only way to get that buff in the game so i really nice. like what they've done with the 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 name stuff or perfecting um certain talents that are already out there like a perfect clutch so you get an extra five percent of armor so instead of having to be 15 percent or below for it to kick in you, you can be 20 percent or below to, for it to kick in so that kind of stuff's really cool and it it's, makes that name stuff a lot more um, inviting to, to chase and it seems to be dropping from a lot of places too so it, it's really really good but what I haven't done yet is do any of the gear set stuff I haven't really looked at gear sets at all but I hear some people are enjoying strikers so which is part of the season pass stuff so we'll see how that goes but let's move into the news <laughs> So there was R6 stuff last night. Um, I don't actually have any of the results from the Women's League, but it did happen last night after our big chat with uh, Abrupt Dragon last week. I just... Butters was in charge of that this week, and obviously pulling out last minute has um, made that pretty hard to do. Find the guy. He's not here. I will. That's what I'm I'm good at. Um, But so, look, I haven't even followed... um, much of the Rainbow Six stuff because I've been too busy with everything else at the moment. Um, plus, also, E3 got cancelled today. That's a big part of the news. So let's just replace mm. the Rainbow Six chat with um, some E3 getting canned quickly. DB, you've been to E3. What's it, what? What's going on? What's going to happen with E3? Um, it sucks, but um, sort of. It's been very uncertain anyway. With um. E3's future with uh, is it Jeff Keeley? Keeley? Yes. Pulling, Pulling out. out for um, some very interesting reasons. Yeah. Um, you won't tell anyone. <laughs> even back in 2015, <laughs> when you went, there was people then even saying, oh, E3's starting to die down. Um, and uh, just hearing various people who've been there successive years saying, yeah, it's just gradually, gradually. Um, and they've let people in from the public now for the past two, three years. And it's, yeah, just gradually ebbing away so it'd be interesting to see if next year hypothetically everything's back to normal Mm, Um, i'm very skeptical that yeah there will be an e3 next year either um in it in the format it's currently i don't even think there'll be um any because 
everyone's going to have to do something digitally this year and everyone's going to go look at the end of the year. Like the people who make these decisions are the people who look at the the books at the end of the year and all of a sudden they go, shit, we didn't spend $50 million this year on, on our marketing budget. We still got the same hits and our game still sold the same amount. We're still successful. What have, why did we save $50 million on the bottom line? Oh, we didn't go to E3. Yeah, so true. when next year when yeah. it comes around they're going to go let's spend that money elsewhere let's it's it's a it's a bang for buck thing right yeah you know, like it, the the days of having like because it came out of a media only thing yeah. and when it was it was very much based it's very retail heavy a, a tangible it was... it was very retail heavy and it was when when the likes of GameStop and EB and everything else like that were the points of presence that you purchase games. And like we've said, mm-hmm. you know, now everything's electronic. Uh, there's a lot more focus on communities yep. now. Um, even things like BlizzCon, the EB experience that we went to. Um, it's it's all about the community built yep. around a game, the content of that game, which can be delivered in a numerous in numerous different ways. Is and you don't is have kind to of, fight for attention. If you pick, okay, cool, this is E3 week, let's do an event digitally two weeks before mm. E3. People are still starting to talk about what's mm. going to happen and all of a sudden we're going to drop our news and all of a sudden we've got it. no competition. No one else is going to be fighting for that thing. Mm. So, um, Yeah, it's either that or you go the way of a bit like what happened with, um, the mo- with movies where you've now got movie festivals yeah. and those festivals promote either there's usually two or three sort of big uh, big movies that come out and they deliberately launch them at those but they're mainly tied around promoting independent film i reckon what will happen is you'll start to see that happen in um in in conventions for, for games where you'll have you know two or three massive games come out but you won't have the big trade floor but then you'll have you know all the indies come in and they'll almost be like award ceremonies and stuff yeah. like that. Like I could see it like an indie, indie games festival kind of thing kind of happening. I can and see whatever Jeff Keighley gets behind actually taking off, to be honest. And he's talked about it in too. the past. That too. Like even yeah. GDC, they've talked about in the past about making it more of an online thing anyway because it's just too expensive for, mm-hmm. for indies to travel and, and meet up and it's too risky. Like if they get go to one of these conventions and get sick, even before coronavirus was a thing, you go to these conventions, you get sick. Anyway. Also, you're, you're you're the only one working oh, on yeah. your the Pax Pox is a thing. You're, you're the only one <laughs> yeah. working on your game. All of a sudden, you've just lost two weeks of product productivity on your game. Plus, you've spent yeah. a fortune to do it. But look, it's we're not here to talk about E3 too much. I was just stalling because I found the results. Um, <laughs> see, see, sit rep. That's how you do it. it. You don't sit no around with, with 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 dead air. <laughs> you, you make you talk bullshit for fifteen minutes until you find what you're so after. So the uh, the the XP Women's League last night, week two results are in, and congratulations to Cthulhu for being one of the casters. Our mate Cthulhu, good Yay. job. Uh, so Viking Army and Newt Newt actually drew last night, one all. So, oh. uh, very because Newt Newt's a bit of a bit of a team favourite, bit of a locked on definitely. Uh, Vertex and Enix uh, battled it out, and uh, Vertex won twelve nil. Uh, so that the actual for and against was for the draw was Newt Newt twelve and Viking Army ten. So uh, don't ask me how that works, but it did. Oh, they won one each. Sorry. So yeah, so it would have been 
yeah, you know how numbers work. But fourteen uh, zero Vertex beat <laughs> Enix um, in the in the for and against. So congratulations, to those two teams. Which means the rankings so far after week two, Vertex on top, obviously with a plus twenty two, um, and also four four games for four wins. Trinity with only the two games played so far and two wins at plus fourteen is still sitting in a very good spot there to to battle it out with Vertex. Newt Newt, the crowd favourite in third, with minus six on the forward against, winning one and losing three. Uh, Viking Army in the same position, but negative 16 on their forward against, and Enix with a negative 14 after only playing two matches, or two maps, sorry, so one night of gameplay for two losses. But that is it. Congratulations again to... um, the XP Women's League. Congratulations to Ubisoft Australia. Congratulations to the beautiful Abrupt Dragon who was on last week as well. Uh, is yes. all going extremely well over there. So that's the R6 news plus a little bit of E3 stuff thrown in there. Um, we will move into the Division 2 news, which we've got DB on. He's the expert at that. Um, we had a yeah. state of the game. I've got the recap in front of me now, actually. I did lie before. I did actually have it. Uh, there's maintenance as we speak. It's actually probably finished now. People are actually playing it now, so it was a 90-minute thing. Um, we'll fix NPCs not dropping materials. Uh, clan and social menus not working and progress locked on secure the area and legendary uh, capital. So uh, there's also a heap of current bugs uh, being investigated at the moment, uh, being stuck in the on DZ checkpoint loading screen. cycles is not very good. Um, very long march making times, uh, gear set talents not working, which seems pretty important. Um, bounties inaccessible, season caches being contaminated. <laughs> I just like that that's a thing. Here's a, here's a cache. You need to go into the dark zone and extract it now to get it, please. <laughs> Unable to revive teammates, uh, bloodsucker working as working with skills, which is probably not a good thing. Um, so they're the stuff they're looking at at the moment. Um, DZ not giving experience towards season levels is not intended, which is good to know. So for all those DZ players, uh, you can get out there and keep on playing the, the DZ. Now, now I'm disappointed I missed um, Hamish actually saying not working as intended. Not working as intended. There is a lot of that actually at the mm. moment. So who would have thought rolling mm. out a massive patch with a whole new content for all these new players would... would have things not working as intended. Um, the the big one, I guess, is manhunt progression being wiped when changing difficulties is intended, though. So um, oh, I've, okay. I came across this the other night. I did a few control points, and I went, I'm on normal. I really want to put this up to hard. And I changed it, and all of a sudden, I went to my manhunt and went, oh, no, I've got to do this all over again. Yeah. So they want to show off that uh, for the people who did them on Heroic, that they actually did the whole thing on Heroic. It's not just, oh, we just did the last bit on Heroic, which makes sense for people who want the EP of doing, hey, cool, I'm the best in the world. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's a thing. Just don't change your um, world tier level mid manhunt. So get that manhunt done, and then you can muck around with that kind of stuff. Uh, just quickly on that, they do, they've said it somewhere in here, a PSA, if you haven't already, go into the seasons, go into the actual premium part of it, activate your free season one premium, because everyone gets it for free. 
if you've got the expansion you're playing it it's free but you actually have to do like these old ubisoft things that they always do you have to go in and activate it <laughs> otherwise you don't get it so that's a pro tip i didn't even yeah, know that I go, whoops because <laughs> you'll be looking at your, your thing and like oh you're missing out on all these rewards and it goes you know view here to find out why and it's got uh you need to purchase season one price is free i'm like okay free <laughs> and it went through yeah nothing nothing got debited nothing got done i'm like okay. so that's so that's through the uplay store, no no it's in game through, so if you go look at seasons all uh, right in game you'll actually pick it up that way so psa do that yes benny i'll activate you too uh so um next week starts the league uh, and it'll last for two weeks, as we mentioned before, which will include Neptune-related activities, which is pretty cool. It includes a patch, an exotic cache, and a backpack trophy as rewards. Uh, the global event will start on the 24th of March, which, for those doing maths, is the week after this one. So the second week of the league. Uh, so there is a, a on-purpose overlap there for a week. So if you aren't playing between the 24th and sort of early April there, you're missing out on a lot of cool stuff and a lot of chances to make some cool XP and get some cool rewards. That's where they actually talk about do the activation part. Um, it will be retroactive, so if the stuff you missed you will automatically get. So just do it before Season 1 ends, which is like 12-odd weeks. So you, you're good to go with that. Um, currently hard mode is in line for what they expected, but challenging is balanced internally around fully optimized builds, which is hurting diversity of builds at the moment. So they're looking into that. DB, you haven't done much end game stuff, but if you've been on Reddit or the forums or Twitter, you would hear how yep. bullet spongy yep. these enemies are. Uh, so yeah, it's a big thing at the moment in the community and it is being looked at and it's not as intended. Um, so hopefully it is soon because that that's the whole thing we were excited about last week was the build diversity we can get um but yeah it got to be like the raid when the raid came in and there just wasn't any build diversity mm. so they really really want to get back to that so i can't really talk about that too much because i'm only at the hard difficulty level and these guys haven't quite finished yet so um if we had cappy and that in they've been hitting it pretty hard they'd be able to give us some feedback on exactly what's happening there um, there's a lot of more stuff about that, but, uh, Heroic is intended to be very challenging, they, they specified, and we, we heard this leading up to it, they want Heroic to be done by the best, the top 1%, top half a percent, um, mm -hmm. you will only be able to speedrun Heroic once you've got the most optimised build you possibly can, everyone else, even when it's not quite, when it's still optimised but it's not quite there, you're still going to be battling through heroic mode, which is what they wanted. They want to give that challenge to those people while still making it accessible for the rest, which is cool. I don't mind that. Um, the general time to be killed is too low um, in the DZ, yep. I think they were talking about is that. Yep, way too um, quick, they're saying. Yeah, so they're trying to work on that and extend that out a little bit because, once again, it's limiting diversity. So that's very clear right now, this early into the new content, that um, they really want build diversity. They're really striving for it, which is really good to hear them keep on saying that it's limit. these things are limiting the build diversity because that was the problem with year one for me. So I'm really... Mm. Oh, they've been talking about that for, for donkeys to try and get that working. Yeah. And they've they've made numerous attempts at it yeah but 
they're close, I think. Like, mm. Especially if you're at the hard difficulty level, it's once you start getting up to the, the high-end stuff, which I guess is where the problem was before as well. But hopefully they do it. Uh, they, they've noted about group size scaling being an issue, which we did notice the other on Friday night. All of a sudden, things are very difficult when there's four of us in, in game. Well, in, interesting you should say that because... Um... When I ran with Cappy and with Stevie Jar doing Ep2 and Ep3, um, we could only pick... It was very weird. It was You basically had to do some sort of cheese way around it. But um, because Stevie Jar was leading the group and he'd already done the missions, the only selection he had was hard, which for me, <laughs> being not at Endgame, yeah. made it very difficult. Yeah, you would have had to um, win the leader. We managed to... Yeah. yeah, we figured a way out around it. I don't think it ended up having to be being leader, but they did manage to sort it out. But um, the first, I think it was episode two we did, I'm like, this is like infinitely more difficult. Like the scaling was like exponential. Yeah. It wasn't a linear progression, which is a bit a bit naff, but hopefully they'll fix that. Yeah, they are talking about it. So it, it's in a combination with the overtune difficulty is creating, uh, that's what's mm. creating the bullet sponginess. So it's not just the fact that you have to be super optimized at the higher level and people aren't. It's also the group scaling because people are playing at that level in groups of four and it's just making things ridiculous. Um, so mm. all this stuff should hopefully fix all that kind of stuff. That, that they, they know it, they're working on it. Um, so yeah, hopefully um, they want to get away from this having to have the specific build, the meta build to be able to get through the game, which is really good to see. Um, the team is planning to make smaller patches and... <laughs> More frequently, instead of currently the slow and big updates now, that sounds great in theory. What that means for us mm, in Australia every fucking <laughs> night in prime time, Australia. Yeah, um, we have had three patches in the last week. I think that have been all in prime mm. time. So um, I know people in chat at the moment. There's some of those people who are very disappointed with this. Um, Look, we understand getting the raw end of the deal, but it would be good to just sort of either steer clear of Friday, Saturday night, <laughs> please, Hamish, yeah, please, or cycle it a little bit, maybe put it back a few hours and then put it forward a few hours. I know that's hard to do and I know it's all scheduling and stuff, well, but... There's, there's two times I can see that they can run it. They can run it during Wednesday at about, what is it, about four or five in the morning when they run the state of the game. And they can run it around about 9.30 Australian Eastern Daylight Savings time when we do our podcast. And, then, <laughs> and that's it. Cause, cause then, that's your two windows. That's it. you got two, you got two windows. That's it. Um, no, it, it, it got a bit frustrating the other night. But it, look, Friday, Saturday nights, that's that's the time I want to see clear of. But, mm. you know, nothing we can do about it. It's been like that forever and a day. So, unfortunately, that's the way it is. Um. The raid balance is not affected by any of these changes since it was already balanced apart from this, which is pretty cool. So it's they're happy with that. Uh, mission and open world containers are not scaled to world difficulty. So if you're playing the game and you run into and you're playing on challenging and you get a purple drop, please take some kind of a screenshot or anything like that and send it off. Uh, report it as a bug. It is not working as intended. If you're getting purple gear in challenging or higher difficulty, which is good to see that that's a thing because I hate getting purples when you've got this massive optimised build and you're playing the hardest content and the purple drops and you're just like, seriously? Why? Don't 
don't waste my time. What do you think of all those, DB? Like, what stands out for you? What's the highlights? What What's good about that stuff? Uh, I'm just going through, like, mainly the bugs I think they're working on. It's probably the most important thing. And the, um, um, when you've got the progression going through, and I guess it was not really a bug or an issue, but just a clarification that there was meant to be that. Um, and a clarification on the difficulty levels. Um, they're also looking at that. Um, just looking through. Yeah, the main things they're looking at that a lot of people have brought up. So I'm um, getting onto it. Hopefully, I can get most of them fixed. Yeah, um, I think well, that build diversity. We've said it a thousand times. They've said it a thousand times. That's what we're going to see. I think. Okay, game difficulty. Sorry. Ah, oh, you go. Um, game difficulty is such a subjective thing per individual or mm-hmm. per um squad that's going. So um, yeah, yeah, some of it is hard yeah. one to get right for everyone. Yeah. yeah. See, I've and people have their own people will have their own preconceived ideas anyway. Yeah. I mean, you'll have people come in and go, "It's heroic. It's meant to be hard. <laughs> Deal with it." Yeah, and then you'll get the others that go. Oh, no, but this is, you know, I run solo and this is... I've got FOMO because I can't do something that I can't do. (laughs) Um, I pay good money for this. (laughs) Exactly. I've got already in my head three or four builds that I want to do and I want them to be all viable. And I think that's what we were talking about last week where, cool, you can make builds really a lot easier now. Uh, You still have to grind out to get them perfect, but it is easier to get them. And I think that's where in Division One, I re- oh, sorry, Division Two, Year One, I was focusing on one, one build mostly, mm-hmm. and it changed as soon as the raid came out, and that then I had to focus on that build in particular, just to get that right. I couldn't focus on any others, so I was too busy working on that particular build. But now I can sit back yeah. and I can work on four at once. I want to use those skill tiers. I want to make a build that's just purely skill tiers. I want to make an exploded explosion, uh, explosive damage build around my. Sticky Bomb, which is back. Oh, my God, it's back. It's so good. Um, <laughs> and I've got my solo build, which is sort of half armor, half weapon damage. And I've got my... Um, I want to do a tanky build as well. So I've got them all in mind. I've got the shopping list ready mm. to go, and it's just going to be easy to get them. So I have a question for you both, and this is, this is around the answers. broader game mechanic. Oh, it's an opinion. So you've okay. always got an opinion. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is more around the the mechanic, the game mechanic itself, and the way that the game is set up to lend itself towards actually creating viable, using viable builds. Yeah. Like most of the missions are go into a building, go into an area, shoot a bunch of enemies, kill them, walk away. There's no real current setup that I see, and again, I've talked about this about three podcasts in a row, the only mission I've ever seen where you've had to go and really think about your build diversity is when there's the last incursion we got in Division 1, where there was certain sections where you had to be tanky, there were certain Mm. sections where you needed shock resistance and flame resistance, and then there was other areas where you had a mixture of both. I have not seen yet any missions or raids or any other thing like that where they've actually kind of forced you into thinking about do i really need an area of effect guy do i really need a heal yeah. like you know i think that's where heroic do, do we need a healer and 
I think that's where yeah, heroic's going to come I'm hoping that's in. the case. So to get through yeah. heroic, you'll need someone dedicated. Like, it won't be, okay, now this part we need to swap out builds and we need to do this. I think it'll be, um, mm-hmm. we're going in to do this mission on heroic. I need a healer. I need someone who's mm. DPSing. I need a tank that's going to take the fire. And, you know, I need someone who's got skills that are going to, you know, be able to keep people distracted and, yeah. and put stat- like the main really... thing is putting status effects yeah. onto people so that then your dps person who might have a status buffs all these status buffs can then take that person down really quickly yeah it's a denial effect yeah, yeah. I, i'm hoping that's the case and I, I i'm hoping that they start being a bit more creative with that kind of thing because even in the division with the whole picking up there was a couple of missions where you had to pick up circuit breakers and you could only use your handgun yeah yeah. I would I would I would like to see yeah. that kind of metric use where one person is almost tagged with them being protected by a group of others. So you have to have someone as almost a shield. Yep. You have to have someone as a DPS acting as the cover for that the rest was of them, the, maybe a, a healer. That was the part I, I really want to see that kind of thing. Guy that I did like where he had to put the fuse in the fuse box. I know mm. everyone hates doing the it has like nightmares about that now. That was more the grenade spam <laughs> that caused that. The actual mechanic itself was yeah. really good. It was Agreed. just the overall grenade spam of that which made it unbearable for me personally. Mm. Now, I wasn't laughing yeah. at Cal before. Um, DB was holding up. Was that a chem launcher? Uh, like a half a chem launcher, half a sticky bomb. Okay, cool. Yeah. He was just, um, yes, timing that to perfection. So <laughs> uh, I was laughing at that rather than... Nice. Um, so nice if, if, if you're not watching <laughs> on a Locked podcast. On Lads on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook or Mixer, you're missing out. Uh, for the podcast, but uh, you're not really missing out too much. It's all good. We've got some ugly faces here. Um, so let's move into Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint. I almost said Wildlands. Um, mm. Breakpoint, because there's a whole good news coming for that, DB and Cal. How exciting. I'm very excited. I DB, you caught wind of the, 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 the new, the, the new the mode. The mode, yes. We've seen the uh, news. Mm. Looking very juicy. So Cal, you is, take lead on this is, since you're yep. Delta Company himself. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, you're Delta. Well, look, um, a couple of things. First thing, the after the Terminator Alive event, um, the Ghost took down over six, seven point six million Terminators. Not enough, to be honest. Which was not no, no. There's you know, <laughs> There's still some. They're still coming. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that was the big, big, first part of the news, which was rather interesting, and I think we took down probably about half that. So you know, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then the big news, as we'd mentioned, that was just about to drop last week, but we missed it by a matter of hours, is Title Update 2.0.0, which is slated for March 24th, so 12 days time. You know how we just said that the big massive event happening in Division 2 on March 24th? Mm. What are you doing, Ubisoft? Yep. Yeah, but then they would have, if they pushed this back any further, they would have been just Reddit overload. So let's just... I know. Can we just leave it, please? <laughs> hey, we've got leagues, a global <laughs> event, and season happening in Division 2, also immersive mode mm. in Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Enjoy, people. That's <laughs> it. Exactly. So immersive mode is basically, to put it in a nutshell, it's the version of Ghost Recon that they really did promote when they did the E3 launch. It's, if at its nutshell, the immersive experience is literally taking all of the gear score out gets rid of tiered loot and it adds a bunch of other tactical options like um when you change mags you don't lose you lose ammo if you haven't spent all your ammo it limits the you can limit the amount of bandages you have stamina then becomes more of an issue 
there's all sorts of settings you can set up and you can tweak it as much as you want. So you can either play regular, which is the normal vanilla game. You can play full immersive, which is like what a lot of people were doing anyway by turning stuff off, but not getting it the full experience. Um, actually, there's one part, one setting that um, Wilco and uh, Butters will like. You can actually choose to either have one or two primary weapons. Yeah. So you can run around with one weapon if you want. Um, which is Butters. Butters is very big advocate for that. Um, mm, the, mm, but, and you can the, do- the one thing they did point out in this whole immersive mode thing is they're not they're definitely not doing a permadeath mode, which I was a little bit disappointed in. No. That's off the table, completely off the table already. Yeah. I I, I look I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out in the next Ghost Recon game as an option. And I oh, and what is an option to toggle on and off mm. hardcore mode like Division Two's got. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway. It's all good. So anyway, look let's wait and see. Um No, they said never. Uh, Never. No, I'm talking about the next game. Just be fine. <laughs> um, so, anyway, look, it, it's a big, it's a big step. They listened to a very large group of the, of the majority. Well, one could even say the majority of the group. There's even um, talk of a semi-offline mode. It's not. I. I. I yeah. It, there's an explanation in the article, and I don't quite. Um, fully understand how it works but effectively is trying to appease some that very small minority that wanted offline mode um it, it's but there's also a bunch of other things like you can turn off all of the all of your mates being inside of the um erawan yep. you can or you can have them all going i'd rather turn off the guy that's coughing <laughs> but that wasn't included um look there's a whole list of bits and pieces that you can muck with and you can yeah it, and it also one, the other one I wanted to point out too is if you choose to play immersive and you've got a bunch of other mates that are either just getting in the game or don't want to play as hardcore as you, everyone can change their settings to suit. Yeah, so and it's all instance to um, themselves. So I can be playing exactly. in immersive mode. Cal can be playing in normal, uh, as intended, the launch mode. Nothing yep. will affect the other person at all. The only caveats mm-hmm. to this is if you want to play the raid, you do need to have a person with a gear score of 150 or bigger mm-hmm. yeah which yes. gear scores are back on for that as are for ghost war as well i think yes yeah yes but when you so if you've got a character you've already got at the moment let's say you score 120 and you mm-hmm. change across to immersive basically what the server is going to do is going to take a snapshot of your character at 120 or your gear that you have it's mm-hmm. going to save that as a as normal mode and then you're going to get a, a version of that character in immersive mode and that that character is going to go through with no gear score or anything like that. Just play through the game, but your other one's still going to be stuck there. You can turn that one on whenever you want and go back through in real mode and with a gear score and level that one up to the one fifty and then do the raid with that one there. Yeah. Or do Ghost War with that one as well. So. Yeah. So I reckon there'll be a few few different tunes running around, which is fine. And to be fair, I think the best way to experience immersive modes to go back to the start. I, I don't think it would be overly enjoyable going into immersive mode with a built character because no. you kind of miss the whole miss the point of it. experience of mm-hmm. yeah you miss the experience of picking up weapons and choosing whether or not it's the the weapon you want versus the one you've got and, and all that kind of if stuff if i ever way. finish the game which is a big 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 if i will go back and play through in immersive mode nah we'll get you there no, it know. won't take you long he's also we'll finished wildlands <laughs> DB, yeah, well, any yeah. of this excite you, mate? Oh, a little bit. I honestly don't have the amount of free time to play 
<laughs> more than the Division 2 at the moment, so um, I don't think I'll be touching Breakpoint for... Oh, well, even with the uh, improvements in the new mode, um, I think I'll be just be concentrating on Division mm. 2, and I don't really have much free time beyond that. Um, that enough, is definitely an it, issue. It, it, is good, it is good news to hear for Breakpoint, yeah. so... Um, uh, I'm probably about halfway through, I think, through the, the story um, for that. It did finish off Wildlands, so... Um, um, Step out of me. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> but I'm um, actually also interested to see what's going to come out from Ubisoft for their next financial year, so... Um, yeah. So, when, well, when Ubisoft, already... when you're sitting there making Splinter Cell, right... Just don't forget to put in a hardcore mode in that, please. I'll just yeah, ask Sam, who's in the dark over there. <laughs> hey, Sam. Hiding in the shadows. Miss you, mate. Miss you big time. He doesn't say much. We've got, a, we've got a full generation of consoles and not had a Splinter Cell game. I yeah. still can't believe that. PS4 and Xbox One does not have a Splinter Cell game on it. It's such a travesty. No. Um, I do have a bit more news. I know that you guys are, you know, waxing yeah, sorry, about yeah. Sam Fisher, but um, episode two is coming out, which is Deep State, which is oh, a yeah. continuation of the story, which I am looking forward to because it's all about the it's all about the, the story, it's all about the content. That's it. And there's a new class that's near and dear to my heart, which is the engineer class. Um, it's uh, engineers will da- deal damage to drones, carry extra offensive items. Rather than just a fair, you know, being offensive, and um, well, most the engineers I know grenade, are and, 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 <laughs> damn right for, for good reason. <laughs> and they'll ca- and they'll have a buff to grenade launches. Okay, how good is that? that? Do you know the division two That's is one hundred percent better when you're carrying the the grenade launcher around <laughs> with you? I found that out very quickly when I swapped back as soon as I could yeah, do my specialization man. back. Oh, it's so much That's fun. It. Are those doggos yeah, that, that come walking out at me in hard level and they look yeah. at me funny? I just get a, two grenades and just go pop, pop, pop. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, they've also got this special ability as a defensive drone, which will attack nearby enemies. So it's a bit like the um, the drone out of Division. So The Division Breakpoint to Warlords of <laughs> yep. Bolivia. Exactly, Warlords <laughs> of Bolivia. Yeah. Uh, and they're also the class tools and ammo supply drone. You are so, a class yeah, tool, I must good... admit. Yeah, so anyway, you're my class You're really ripping shreds tonight, aren't you? Like, got, That's got, it. The, got the book out. Um, a bunch of other changes. Camera placement. You can now m- monkey with the camera placement. Um, there's increased weapon parts. So um, players will get more low-quality weapon parts. So... Bit like your uh, your stream sometimes, Wilco. Low quality, um, low quality. Uh, that's it. That's what we want to see. <laughs> Better weapon gear sorting options. They've got. They've finally got put in sell all and dismantle all. <laughs> Praise the Lord. How is that not um, the first thing? Okay, we're going to do a design doc. Know. We've got equip. We've got gear. We're going to give people lots what? of gear. What should yeah. we do first? Uh, delete all. Select all. Mm. Yeah, that's that's yeah. good starting point. Let's go from there. <laughs> Jesus, people. Um, option to quick equip new gear and weapons again. Another loot <laughs> mechanic that would have would have been in from the start. Um, base jumping will become easier. Thank you Christ, would think I can though. How many years it. have they been making this type of game, and that's still not I don't know. the uh, first thing they do? Anyway, go. 
Yeah, that's all right. I get it. I get it. Um, and a bunch more changes. There's also a change to Ghost War where they're including new maps and a map voting function. So okay. again, another mechanic out of something I think that was probably in many multiplayer games for forever and a day. But anyway, they're still trying to work out so, how to make helicopters fly. Um, so <laughs> I guess we don't expect too much. Come on. Uh, but look, in, in in summary, this is this is what the community has asked for. It I is. am keen keener beans for this yeah. to be playing this soon. So, yeah, um, watch this space. Twelve days, twelve days. In I really want to see Enough Butters said. when he gets the spare time when he's not in space do a hardcore run, and he p- puts his own mm. permadeath on it. So as soon as he dies on stream, he starts again. Just in, delete save file, start again. Just make his own one. Yeah, yep. I, I, Let's do I it. reckon he'd be amazing at that. But we are oh, yeah. going on a full hour here. McDad has just let us go tonight. Thank you so much, McDad, for letting us just go on about crap all night. Um, Thanks, I reckon he's extremely disappointed. <laughs> I reckon he's extremely disappointed. He's, with he's us already said that a few times in chat, but that's okay. Mm. Uh, so we've, we've covered pretty much everything tonight, um, except for everything we didn't cover. So... Thank you, DB, for dropping in and being the third wheel tonight. You've been amazing, mate. That's right. Thanks for having me, guys. Much appreciated. No problems. Absolutely. Where can people Absolute find pleasure, yourself on the interwebs? Um, Twitter at, um, at DB the Division, a Facebook page, DB's The Division Cosplay, and a very tiny YouTube channel, uh, same name. It's a beautiful one, though. Go check it out, please. Thank you. Nice. Cal, are you, mate? underscores where can people find you <laughs> oh you can see me loitering around twitter doing the odd retweets and uh animated gifs at cal underscore au underscore because it's worth underscoring um i will attempt to stream at some point in the next week or so on either twitch.tv locked on lads or on my own twitch channel which is twitch.tv forward slash cal au or you'll see me out in space and or on uplay at cal.au that is amazing places for all the things. Um, mm. So you can find me at Wilco's Chill Zone on Twitter. You can, well, I'm not really there much anymore, so I'm really sorry about that, but I'm not. Um, I'm do, I do try every now and then. You'll see what I try. Uh, you'll find me at Peter Wilco on Twitch. Once again, not there very much at the moment. Work is ridiculous. Uh, you can find all our content, though, at Locked On Lads in one way, shape, or form. So Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, Facebook... All are locked on lads. Uh, you can find the lockedonlads.com website. Pretty much become a static website just for all our content. So it does yeah. feed, uh, put the, the podcast feed up there. Uh, it does have links to our Discord. And please go join our Discord. Thank you to all the people who have just joined it recently. Uh, it mm. is really, really good fun in there at the moment. If you want to talk about stuff in space, there's a channel for you. If you want to talk about The Division 2, that is going off as well. Uh, you can always find some help. We're, we're running people through the game uh, as much as can helping out so two amazing channels at the moment a little bit of rubbing racing is going on in there at yeah. the moment even though i'm not having time to race at the moment but as there's so much going on that discord at the moment it's a really cool safe spot to be uh hopefully deep and a big shout out for the friday nights as well that we're having friday night australian time which is about lunchtime europe yeah there are thereabouts usually we hit the uk um, lunchtime yeah, yeah. If you if you're stuck inside because of coronavirus, you know, come hang out, have a chat. We're usually we're usually getting a bunch of people just cramming into one channel and just playing whatever. Yep. And everyone from me screaming at drones to you know guys flying in space to dudes 
you know, sneaking around there all on. So yeah, it's a it's a really locked on community night. Is definitely good fun. Um, the mm. last thing I want to say before we just thanks again, DB. You've been a champion. You're always more than welcome here. Yep. Um, you do great stuff. I want to see more photos from you in the Discord in the in the cosplay channel. That'd be great. But I've got a yes. word for you, Ubisoft Australia. I'm looking straight at you, Ubisoft Australia. I dare you. Come at me. Ubi Experience 2020. Make it happen. Yep. Make it happen. Yep. Don't put it at yep. PAX. Make it its own thing. Make it in Sydney. We'll come down for it. We'll do a locked con 2020. It'll be there at that event. Yep. If you do it, we'll be there. Make sure it happens. Love you, Ubisoft Australia. Yeah, we'll be there. We've got on. You heard us. Okay. Dare you. Don't be a chicken. Okay, have a great night all. Dare you. We'll be back next week uh, for episode 111, talking about all kinds of new stuff from The Division 2 in New York and hopefully some Breakpoint and maybe some Rainbow Six. Probably some Elite Dangerous. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye for now. <laughs> Catch you. Time to pack it up. My work is done. Even old New York. Nope.